0: Well, greetings. Um, I'm here today to talk to you about a kind of shift that we're seeing within the field of Christian education or Christian discipleship, whichever term you like, uh, that's been proven to be pretty important as we think about the future of the church moving forward from this day. Uh, Part of this renewed interest, this sort of recovery of a term that I'm going to talk about in a minute, has come out of the way in which we've tended to see a sort of failure Uh, within the current models of Christian education in the church. Now, uh, I want to be honest and say that it doesn't mean that we've always done Christian education improperly or that the efforts within Sunday schools and small groups and the different forms of discipleship in the church even today are wrong or poor in quality, but that we've recognized that there is a gap, if you will, uh, within the way we're currently doing discipleship, Christian education, in what we really need to sort of recover that was a part of the early church and actually fits within our Wesleyan uh, tradition as well. And that's the recovery of the concept of catechesis. Now that may sound like a strange word catechesis. It's actually a very active term but we often know it primarily through a more uh, passive term called catechism Uh, which is often associated with little books of sort of the basics of Christianity um, that are often taught to children or youth within certain church traditions. Um, And catechism is a part of this, at least it's the content of catechesis, but catechesis really is more than that. One way to think about catechesis, uh, this term that comes from the early church, is this is a desire to provide a deep grounding in the gospel To provide a very good beginning into the Christian life and that one of the things that the church really needs to do is to recover this sense of getting back to the basics, providing a very good grounding into the Christian life in order that people have that as the impulse to live out the fullness of the Christian life throughout their journey. Catechesis was often associated with the practice of baptism. And so one way to think about catechesis is not only our preparation for baptism, but also our participation through our baptism into the fullness of our Christian life. And so it included the preparation, the the training uh, as we entered into baptism, but it also included a much broader, larger pastoral formation of Christians as they lived out their baptized lives. Throughout the life of the church. And so it's a lifelong process of formation that starts with the logic of preparation for baptism as preparation for really living out the gospel. So, what did catechesis include? Well, it did include the contents. And so, yes, it did include things like the Apostles' Creed and included a lot of scriptures. As a matter of fact, uh, St. Augustine basically said that good catechesis should inculcate Christians into the fullness of the story of God. And that as a result of that early preparation, they should have a deep sense of the love of God communicated through the fullness of scripture. And so catechesis was about inculcating Christians into the very basics of the gospel so that they could understand the fullness of God's love in and through what the gospel has to say. But alongside this sort of formative process, uh, catechesis was also a, a set of practices, if you will, of instilling people into the fullness of the life of the Christian Church. And so a part of what baptism was about was preparing people to move into becoming full participants into the life of the Church and to see that their individual lives were no longer merely connected to themselves but were now deeply attached to a community that they were now a part of. And so there were a lot of ritual practices particularly in the early church that prepared people to enter into that. Part of those practices included deep rigorous self-examination of their own lives and the kinds of things that they were doing already in their life that they needed to begin to contemplate changing sometimes to reject outright and so there was a deep sort of uh, one way to think about it the formal language would be scrutinies in in the early church but a kind of deep self-examination of who I am and making certain deliberations certain determinations to change my life as needed so that by moving through catechesis by moving through baptism I can now become truly a part of a new community. The third major piece of catechesis was also though preparation for service. Um, it, it's interesting that uh, Bishop Leslie Nubian, much later um, in an entirely different tradition but not inconsistent with the Wesleyan tradition what often basically is a part of baptismal training and actually through the baptismal liturgy as people became baptized he would basically say you're now commissioned to be a part of God's ongoing mission in the world. And so a lot of times what catechesis was also about in the early church was service. And so early people, as they entered into the Christian life, as they prepared for baptism, as they went through the baptismal journey, they were also being taught that they were now to participate and live out their baptism in service to the world around them. And so as much as it was about being shaped and formed in that kind of early embrace of the gospel. As much as it was about sort of really understanding the fullness of that gospel and examining that in light of the community they're about to become a part of, but also in the kind of way they're currently living their life and understanding the things they might have to abandon in order to become fully a part of this new community, it was also preparation for service, of extending out their baptized lives in the way in which they participated in the world around them. And so catechesis was designed to provide this deeply good beginning, this real deep immersive introduction to the Christian life so that the other aspects of discipleship that come after that were really reinforcing their entrance into the fullness of living into the gospel. Our hope is that as we continue in those very good works of Christian education or discipleship that we already have in the church, that we will take a renewed interest of assuring that we provide a grounded, good beginning for every Christian. Now, for those who have participated within the life of church for a period of time, that may mean some remedial, some opportunity to live in and through, maybe even someone else as they prepare to enter into the Christian life and be carried along in that journey. But regardless, that if we are to provide faithful Christians the opportunity to deepen their own discipleship and walk with Christ, that we have to, we have to remain committed, absolutely committed, to providing a good beginning.